guys. It is seven o'clock and it's Wednesday, and I'm excited that I get to be here and talk to everybody. I got so much shocking news today, shocking news, shocking episodes, shocking secrets being spilled. Let's get into it. Hey, Miss Sanchez, darling. Hey, Bubbles. Hey, Bubbles. Hello to everybody over there in YouTube. Louisa holding it down at two o'clock in the morning. Miss <laughs> mm, so Queen Libra, Vicky, Can Can. Hey, girl, what are you doing over there? We are here, y'all. Today, I, I had stuff that I really enjoyed, and then there was stuff I was like, I'm tired of seeing this. I want to see this no more. You're taking right. away from the stuff that I want to really see. I don't want to see Stephanie talking to her mama no more about how she should. Um, yeah, no, we are all over it. I don't want to see that no more. I don't, I don't even know that I want to talk about it because I'm so over. Even the point of him showing up in Aspen at the end today. But mm-hmm. you, you, you then bounced out on everybody in your life. Don't nobody know where Ridge is. Brooke that made these damn plans for dinner. How you know? And he knows she made plans for dinner. He still got on the plane and flew to Aspen. Unless he is fixing to be sitting here begging back Taylor until the day after Valentine's Day, I don't care about it. What I do care about mm-hmm. is secrets over here that Liam spilling to to Big Mama Brooke and um, how all these looks that Hope has been giving Thomas lately, they make sense now, y'all. Mm-hmm. They do. They really do. Liam Spencer is not capable of shocking me, but he shocked me today. We got He's shouldn't have threw under the hope under the bus like that either. He wrong for just spilling all her business to her mama of all people. But what that was is that was what I would consider. You remember when Sean Kanan had that bowl live and he said that they sometimes do post-taping? Yeah, and they can have it on screen in a couple of weeks, and that's mm-hmm. usually when they go back to add something or change something from before. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This is reeking of post scripting to me because what we got today was a declaration of what's actually been happening off screen, and that is yeah. Hope and Thomas even sleeping under the same roof with Beth and Douglas. Oh my goodness, child! That was we just like that. we got Wrong shit. Beth. With, with little baby Benjamin Beth. That means that Hope is getting off of work at the end of the day, walking down to her car in the employee parking garage where her name is on the sign reserved for Hope Logan. And she beep beeps her car open with her key fob and she gets in the car and she drives all the way to Homely Hills to kiss Liam on the cheek, scoop up Beth in an overnight bag so that she can get back in her car <laughs> and drive all the way back to Los Angeles so that she can Angeles. with Douglas and Thomas. That's all I heard today. Scandalous. Exactly. Scandalous, girl. You know oh. what's hilarious about this <laughs> is that, remember, last night I had a, the, a question. About mm. all of this insecurity um, that's been going on. Yes, with and me, that, you did. And I didn't understand it. Well, guess what? I sure understand it. I understand it today. 
It's crystal clear today. It's crystal clear. Why is Liam always acting crazy? He can go too. Well, I guess he can't go with Pope spending the night. Because Ben is sleeping in the bed with her. Mm -hmm. And the implications in the and even Brooke said, What? Hope never told me that him saying this was just so revealing, not just about what's going on with Lope, but what is going on with Hope herself. This is a girl that will go woman. She's a woman now. This is a woman whose mother stage managed her losing her virginity to the man (laughs) she's married to now. But Hope ain't told Brooke about this. Yeah, baby. That's the level of it all. (laughs) Now listen. What I find shocking is that Donna has not told Brooke either. So does Donna that Hope is staying overnight? Or is Hope staying at the last minute because, well, it's late. I would feel like driving. And she's staying. And then she get up in the morning before everybody else gets up to take Bethany home. Correct. Yes. That's what seems like. Is she creeping? If she gets home, if she, she, she might be creeping. Like. She no, might be creeping, darling. So listen, listen, guys. We have Liam been hearing a, a lot of Hope Logan. We have not been hearing anything about Hope Logan Spencer or Hope Spencer happily. It's all Hope Logan. It appears to me that there is going to be a divide between Hope and Liam. This, to me, appears to be a breakaway of Hope and cutting the purse strings, so to speak. It's sort of like a rebellion. And Thomas is how she's going to rebel against her mom and Liam micromanaging her life. Mm-hmm. And that's it sounds like it. Having her putting the loony yeah. Because, Hope, you're only acting this way because of Thomas's influence. We have got to get you and Douglas out of that house. Hope know exactly what she's doing, and she's been putting her foot down lately. I mean, she's been all grown up. We've been amazed at how she's been standing up for herself and Thomas, but for me, it was standing up for herself for me. So not only do I learn that she's not, you know, just taking little baby Beth to see her big brother, she's been spending nights, but... She's been doing all of this before the CPS call, y'all. Before the CPS call, y'all. So Hope been there. So, you know, they can't get ready to say, well, Thomas tricked you. And, you know, now he didn't put a wool over your eyes. So now she's been going over there to stay because she's rebelling. No, 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 no. This has been going on, y'all. What does it all mean? Yes, it has. What does it all mean, darling? That's the thing. It means, here's the thing. The thing is, you can't make something out of nothing. Not really. Like, the fact of the matter is, one of the reasons that Thope as a potential pairing never really caught me up was because they never let Hope play like she had a reaction or feelings for Thomas. And that's a complete turn off. You can't ship no couple to me or tell me that I, or get me to be interested even in a pairing where it's one, where it's a one-sided unreciprocated attraction where mm-hmm. either the woman or the man is totally into the other one and the other person is just just looking at them like, oh, it's you again. And for, mm. for a lot, that's how a lot of soap has had had gone 
when Thomas was actively scheming on how to get hope. Yes. But they have but apparently they made a conscious decision to change that. You don't just have hope, you know, trying to this has gone far beyond just doing the right thing for Douglas, okay? She has she has progressed to the point of not just trying to do right by Douglas so that he can spend time with his dad. She's now making it a point to give Thomas. Remember how um Can Can and several other people said that Hope lied to Douglas all that time ago when she mm-hmm. said we will be a family. Yes, yeah, she and did. That it didn't, and that it never worked out like that because Hope's family is the family that she's built with Liam, and that doesn't mm-hmm. include Thomas. Well, why is it that suddenly she seems like she's trying to give him exactly that? She built. She didn't built a second family with Thomas. She got a second. Yeah. She has a legitimate second home. Hope has just built herself a parachute, a safety net. Because I think she probably feels in her bones somewhere that she's about ready to be damn tired of Liam and she needs a place where she can get away. Now, also remember that I told y'all a, a while ago too that at some point it would be Hope chasing Thomas and Thomas not really being interested. Like he's still sitting around and thinking about her and stuff because, well, she's living in the house now. He ain't got no choice. Now it makes sense why he be sitting and daydreaming about her because she is in his face tw- more than she's at home with her husband. They yeah. All day on there. She said, hour. Thomas has a line now, you guys. Um, So Thomas and Hope's line, they work together all day on their line. She goes home long enough to have dinner with Liam. If she having dinner with Liam and have dinner with Douglas. So she go home long enough to pick up Beth in the bag, kiss Liam on the cheek, pat him on the head, and book it back to the Forrester's mansion. She is chasing Thomas and she don't even know it. They not even showing it to us, but Hope is chasing Thomas. This feel like you know how they got you know I how they have Sam system. To give us that on screen today with uh with Thope Sam. Give it to us, girl. Go tear into it because hope we had a little bit of flirting today from hope. We had a little bit of clumsiness today from hope, <laughs> and we had some giggles today from hope with Thomas. C. Damn, yes, indeed. We didn't go from sister wives to brother husband. <laughs> oh yes, Sam. So what hope was doing today? And listen, we have all commented that Hope has become Team Thomas. <clears throat> yeah. We had all confirmed, oh, okay, look, ever since she left that house crying that Douglas wanted to stay, she has not pushed the subject about getting Douglas back in that cabin. No. So even after that, she was defending Thomas to Hope and Brooke, to, to Brooke and Liam. Mm-hmm. Now today, after she defended him to them, not only did she go to the office to let him know, I was I got your back. You don't yeah. have to be afraid to talk to me about it because I would have your back because you would have mine. What, what we found say? out is that uh, Hope already trusts Thomas. Mm-hmm. Well, Thomas told her, and what she remembered from that conversation is that Thomas told her that he was a one woman man. Hope is she was daydreaming herself. about that, wasn't she? 
one day finding herself attracted mm-hmm. to Thomas and that look when she left the office today remember when she opened the door she walked out but she paused and she looked a little bit longer at Thomas I think she was questioning herself like what am I feeling I think she mm-hmm. was realizing that she is feeling something for Thomas now she got a little bubbling in her no no place. She do. <laughs> it's it's that it's that butterfly. Yeah. Y'all know we all That's exactly. that little butterfly <laughs> feeling when you see that one. This was back when you was younger when you got butterflies. I don't get for butterflies these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she felt something and I believe she was confused back. Now that's mm-hmm. going to be the allure. See, Thomas is a, this makes some this this triangle makes sense. Hope being the good girl, trying to be pure because her mama was a hoe, being mm-hmm. attracted to an outright bad boy, but mm-hmm. a good boy that her mama approves of and handpicked. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect. Didn't we talk? Didn't they mention um, Romeo and Juliet recently? Yes, this is the shit we were supposed to get when Thomas K- got recast in 2019. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. This is exactly what we were supposed to get. But they were so bogged down in trying to push this steam versus lope crap that instead of them taking a look at allowing Hope to legitimately develop feelings for Thomas and be torn, they just went back to the old basic shit that didn't work. So what we're seeing now is like, it's like they put the the story on pause for three years and finally decided to explore what it would look like if Hope actually had feelings or some sort of attraction to Thomas because yes, that whole mess with them in that sketch pad when um she was pointing to what she the what she would um change on it where to put the split and they and they fingers touched man electricity oh girl electricity just like carriage Ridge, that's right. Mm-hmm. And same thing happened with Caroline and Ridge. You right, uh, Sam. Y'all you right. remember what we talked about last night. Oh. This is finally the dynamic we were supposed to have. Yes. And hope being drawn to each other through their work, through design, their creatives. That's mm-hmm. what draws them together. That was That's what used to draw Ridge and Brooke together. But then she stopped working. Yeah. But this is yes. perfect. They families hate each other. They get along. They they mm. raise the kid together. They work well together. Mm-hmm. And she got this. She's got this underlying want or desire to explore Thomas, knowing it's the bad thing to do. And her actually fighting the bad girl, the deacon side of her, in the in the brook and the slut in her, into this Puritan that she thought she had to be. Yeah, she made that decision to be opposite of her mom. She, yes, she did. That's right. Yep. And said it with her own mouth. I ain't trying to be like you, and I ain't gonna be like you, and I don't care what it takes. But <laughs> I'm to be like you. And the part, exactly. ooh, and the part that was the most telling was mm-hmm. after when Hope went to go leave, and she stopped at that door and looked at Thomas when he had his back to her working on that sketch. I was like, "Girl, what is you doing?" 
Yes, what yes. did it for me, darling, yes, is when she when she got what was it? She got a phone call or something, or either she was going, she was moving in the opposite direction of Thomas, and she started tripling and stumbling a little bit, you know, <laughs> yeah, and giggled a little bit, like, oh, you know how you know you get that around a good-looking man, and you, she was blushing again, and I was mm -hmm. like, it's whole blushing, she giggling, she flirting, but she's stumbling, you know, and I'm like, what the heck, what? what? Look, it's one of two things. Either it look, there's only two options, Sanchez, at this point. Either Hope has authentically developed feelings for Thomas yeah. that she has not been able to admit to herself, or she's been tipping back the bottle and she has drunk all the time and we just don't know it. So but she, that's yeah. the whole purpose. <laughs> but that's the whole purpose of Liam making that statement today. See, the whole purpose of that statement being made is to tell us. That, okay, we know we haven't been showing you, but we need to now tell you that Thomas and Hope has become very close. Right? Yeah. So, yes, what we saw today confirms what they are telling us also. They started showing us yesterday. Remember when we said, yes, you're looking at him like a snack because he don't waste that coffee on him? Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But today, it was crystal clear with the little bubbling of the music when they touched hands. Yes. The she was behaving, not Thomas. Thomas it was, was her behavior. Exactly. Yes, yes so Thomas was not on her dialogue. or anything like that. Right. Coupled with the dialogue and that scene, it is established today that Hope has feelings to, for Thomas. She hasn't told anybody, but remember... Thomas is the port in the storm. Now we will begin to see that relationship on screen. I'm getting ready to be Team Hope. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all can go in on I'm, and get I'm mad with me. I mean, Thomas Hope and moved into she she she's staying at the big house. I mean, she, I'm Team Hope. Come on, she I, at I'm the not team hope. <laughs> I, I'll never be Team Hope, but I am definitely Team Folk. Team Thomas and Hope right now. You know why? Because it's gonna bring misery and hell fire down on Liam and Brooke. Exactly. And can, can I just so, tell you that this is like somebody took karma and baked it into a three-tier cake just for us <laughs> as Liam. Because here's the thing. I've done had to watch since 2011, circa 2012, as Liam sat here and played with these women's feelings, yeah. all in the name of love. And it took, a, and because it was entertaining for a while, it took me a while to realize just how goddamn insulting a lot of what went down really was at the end of the day. But now, Liam. Mr. I got my choice and I got my pick. Mr. I always have option one and there's always option two. It's now about to find out what happens when your ass is option two. Yes. Instead of just the only option on the table. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> ah. And, oh. and, and he's going to slip and fall yet again into another vagina. And this time, it cannot be blamed on... On Steffi. Correct. It's no. going to be all Brooke. 
Exactly. So she's going to fall in it. You see, I got Ken Ken to realize today. I say Ken Ken because, you know, she was like talking about all the time Liam is spending over there on the couch. She can do she can do without seeing him over there. She can fast forward all of it just to get to Brim. But like I told her, look, this is what he was doing with Steffi, uh, y'all. I mean, yeah. he, he, yeah. Confidences. You know, yeah, yeah. I, he, Steffi was her, was Liam's confidant, best yeah. friend. She was his psychiatrist, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All of that up until that old dirty one night stand, you know, and, and Finn put his foot down and, and we haven't seen him since. But this is the same behavior. So we know what Liam intentions are. We know what it's going to lead up to. Because he is ruled by his weak ego. Liam yeah. is not a man. A man is Thomas. Thomas does. Listen, if it turns out in six months or a year that everything has changed because Thomas made that call. You think I'm going to be mad at Thomas? Hell to no. Hell you know no. Because Thomas is a man, and once he makes his mind up, he makes the damn move. Let me tell you something. As a woman, I would feel comfort in knowing in the fact that the man that I had did everything in his power to get me. And now that he has me, I know that he's not going to do anything to lose me. I don't know about y'all, but that's the kind of man I want. I want the kind yes. of man that's going to do little extra shit for me. And the thing is, though, is that here's the thing. Thomas, if Thomas, how do I put this? The big one of the big differences between this and what played out with Thope previously, aside from the fact that <coughs> Hope is now being written to actually reciprocate those. The thing with Hope is this is all subconscious. OK, because I will say the same thing with the exception of what happened with Hot. I will say the same thing about Hope that I would normally say about Steffi. Once their focus is on the man, their focus is on the man, and that's usually it. They don't bounce between men. The one exception that, that when that ever happened with, with Hope was when they had Wyatt and her and Liam. But other outside of that, Hope has never really been somebody to be torn between men. That's just not her thing. She's mm. always well, been she was a, torn between Wyatt for a long time and very torn. She was. She was. That was her thing, actually, for a couple of years. Right. So she left to go to Milan. That was her living and breathing thing. Steffi was out the picture, and she chose to have those two fighting over her because she wanted to punish Liam for loving Steffi. She Mm -hmm. did. She did. Somebody put. I think that was Hannah put up that that re uh that flashback uh when when KM said uh. Y'all fighting over me? She was like, I think I like it. She, yes, she indeed. She never stopped liking it. She never stopped liking One of the big differences is that the thing is, Thomas is not, even though Brooke and, and um Liam are spinning all these tales in the living room, by the way, it is so much more convenient for him to walk up to the shed to uh Brooks living room than it is to drive out to, than it was when he had to drive out to Malibu to get somebody to, to have a shoulder to goddamn cry on yeah. uh, and that, take his side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She basically he is not doing anything overt. He's not creating any scenarios. He's not being uncomfortably close to her or trying to be in her personal space or anything weird like that. Because I'll be blunt. One of the reasons I hated, used to hate the characterizations of Thope was because they used to do such weird shit with Thomas that it made me as a viewer uncomfortable. And I'd be like, yeah. bruh, 
back it up. You all in this girl's space. She backing up from you. She get she giving off no vibes all over the place, and you just ain't seeing them. Uh uh-uh, uh, this is not working. This is not cute. This is not yeah. romantic. This is not you know it's sexual tension bubbling under the surface. This just looks like you don't know boundaries. So yeah. that's yeah. yeah, that's not what this is now. You have all of these little touches of a building attraction because. Thomas admits to himself that he feels something for Hope, that he still loves her. But he's already come to the point where he's accepted that that's not going to happen. Hope's made her choice. While we have his co-parenting and getting along with like, you know, like a camaraderie relationship. And if that's all I got, I can get with her, then that's all I'm going to settle for. And I'm not going to do nothing to jeopardize that. Hope, on the other hand, because that's the, that, that's the thing that I'm looking forward to the most on this. Hope is gonna have to make the first move because yeah. of how all of this he's shit not has gonna played do out. It. Thomas is not gonna do it. No, he's not. He is not going to. Um, he's not gonna do it because he realizes how much they, especially after that conversation today, he realized how much he has gained in his relationship with Hope. She actually trusts him. She's not second guessing him with Douglas. And then professionally, she has complete confidence in him, in his work, in, 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 their, in the line. It's not her line that he's working on. It's our line. It's theirs. Hope is yeah. actually sitting up there referring to the Hope for the Future line as something that belongs to her and Thomas of her own free will. Right. That's right. That's, that's a big deal. So he is seeing all this fantastic progress. Hope uh, talk, uh, him telling her, I'll see you later this evening. And she's like, oh, I'm looking forward to it. All this girl, I'm like, what? Thomas is loving having this, this kind of reciprocity with Hope. And he is not going to risk it by trying to, you know, kiss her when it feels like they're in a moment or anything like that. Nope. Hope Logan is going to be the one to have to make the first move. But before any of that happens, what I want more than anything else is I want, at least in the immediate future, and I don't know if we're going to get it before Brooke goes running her ass off to Aspen, I want Hope to end up talking to her mama, and I want Brooke to mention what Liam told her so she know Liam dimed her ass out to her mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she going to get up she. What's going to happen is um, when she finds out uh, all this time they're spending together and how he diamond her ass out, she's going to be staying more and more at the Forrester Mansion. I I mean, at some point, I'm looking for her to even move in is because the more the more Brooke and Liam conspire, I feel like they're going to start doing shit to sabotage Thomas. And eventually, Hope is not just going to be spending a night here and there. She's going to be living at the Forrester Mansion. I mean, that, you know, but also I want to go back to that uh, conversation they were having, darling, when they were mm. talking about Douglas being a teenager soon. Yes. I wonder if that, I mean, oh, oh and of course, I know everyone's seen the news that we getting Henry back. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't like that. I don't like it because Henry I, coming back to, to drop a dime on somebody. Well, y'all know Henry. <laughs> 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 but 
bumpers. You know this. You know Lil Henry Douglas. He coming back to sell somebody out straight up. Come on. Lil <laughs> Douglas is returning. He's like he's like his um Aunt Phoebe. No, snitching <laughs> all day and night. Douglas coming to throw somebody to sell somebody out. I'm telling you, somebody finna get told off. Yeah, it's it's over for you girls. Because <laughs> Douglas has returned. Whoever made the phone call. Yeah. Mm. Even if it was himself. But yeah. now that he's returning, and y'all, we acting surprised, but they told us this was a temporary recast, but then we went sideways when we saw Henry was in Canada. But so yeah. they told us we just didn't believe them. But listen. Yeah. Now that Henry's back, I am on board with Douglas being the one because that Douglas would do something like that. This Douglas, the way that Django appears to me as Douglas, as he's an older kid who wouldn't be fucking around with shit like that. But yeah. he, he popped up behind them um, from when the CPS people came. And then the way they had it framed with Ridge on one side of the door and Thomas on the other side, and then Douglas just kind of popped up like a little one of them whack a moles, like he was like, "Oh shit, them people!" They <laughs> caught me. I would totally believe that Douglas did it if it's Henry, but Django's Douglas, I I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't believe that from him because he seemed like a more mature little boy. Like he ain't trying to do all that. He just trying to spend time with his daddy. But that damn Henry's Douglas mm. right there. I believe he was scheming on some shit. And I told y'all since the day that Re um Thomas brought his little sad, grief-stricken ass to Los Angeles, that he needs to be the one setting shit on fire. That's the man yeah. that this show needs. He needed to bend um cozying up to hope. And then sabotaging Liam's ass at every turn, putting like itching powder in his damn jockey pants. Um, yeah, little, little panties, whatever Liam is wearing, his little panty drop. Oh, wait, so a couple of things. And the thing is, they have they held that pretty close to the to the chest because he's back next, he's back next by next Friday. Oh, yeah, the 14th. Yes, yes, that's soon, darling. That's soon. And, so uh, we we're gonna get it. Uh, yeah, I I'm with Bubbles. I look at this the Henry's Douglas. Yeah, he'll be the one because you know when it started for me when I really seen they could really go dark with Douglas character is when he was standing up there watching Brooke and Deacon kiss at the window that night, and I was like, what is Douglas about to do? <laughs> Come on, where is Sanchez? I saw it in Douglas way before then. I was like, you know what? This little boy is going to flip the fuck out. While yeah. Thomas is the danger, he's going to flip the script and he's going to set a damn fire somewhere and Liam is going to be trapped because he don't want to be with Liam. He, mm -hmm. wants mom, he wants his daddy and Hope together. This little boy is fixing to do something. Now, see, I've always believed he has, uh, I was capable of a dark side and I wanted to see it. I used to call him Little Red Bud, Little Fire Starter. Um, like, Thomas oh, give me Star Manning vibes. Yes, but everybody's like, oh no, he's so sweet. Look at look. He's so sweet. He's mm -mm. Little, he's not gonna do nothing like that. That's so sweet. Look at that little baby's face. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> You can look in them eyes and can tell it was something behind those eyes. He was sneaky. 
So y'all trying to contemplate a diabolical parent trap from Douglas? I was thinking it was well, going to be yeah. No, no, not with this, not with the new, not with the old Henry coming back. Because you see, this is the Henry uh, that's been saying every year, mommy, ho, mommy, when you, you know, you promised we would be a family when we're going to live together every year, even when Liam went his bitch ass to jail. Now that Liam's uh, gone, can daddy move in? You know I what know. I'm saying? So, you He's older now, you know, so you, you got to think they probably aged him at least three years now. So this is, the, and this is that same Henry Douglas that went down and caught Brooke, uh, uh, Sam. So yes, I mean, we got to be, he got to start sabotaging because look at it. He's this Douglas, the Henry Douglas is finally getting what he's been wanting. His mom, mommy hope and dad being a family. He's got that. So the only thing he got to do now is keep Liam ass out. Sam, you was the one who said it, what him and Kelly would probably, if they be talking about they dead beats dad. I yeah, told you last night, Douglas probably telling Kelly, we finna set him up. Don't worry about it. Liam ain't finna be nothing by the time I finish with him. I'm I'm saying, you don't either. You, <laughs> you, 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 you got stay over there with Finn. I'm finna work it out. The dead be finna get his. I'm telling you, this I'm with bubbles on this one. Watch. Watch when they come out. We can we get little Henry back, y'all. He bringing some shade. This is I think this is the truth telling little hero that's coming back. He's coming back innocent. This older Django. I could go for going more towards of a dark uh, Douglas, but not Henry. I can. I've always wanted him to be the bad seed. I wanted him to be the good son, just like Macaulay. I want him to be the bad seed. Now I do. I want. I want him to be Hope's worst nightmare. I want her um, punishment to be Douglas for for having to have him and took him from Thomas. I want him to. I want him to be a problem for her for the rest of her life. Hey, she loves her son. So, you know what? That means you got to put up with everything, not just the good hero, my little hero part. You got to put up with the other parts. And I do think that it was interesting that they meant that they talked about him becoming a teenager because that may be a sign yeah. that they're amping up to try to age him uh, in the future. Not far in the future, but like, you know, maybe by the start of next year. I said the same thing. See, that could be just them bringing in Douglas to get this story going. And then once it's going, he's going to get back burned until he get uh, sore ass to truly be an evil Douglas. That can be Possible. a six month, uh, yeah. Possible. And the thing is, this whole story has, has now officially thrown me for a loop, so to speak, just because... Lee, uh, a thing them if this was post if this was post script editing with them adding this context then a whole bunch of things now suddenly like you said Tim they make sense where they didn't make sense before Liam right. acting all batshit crazy but and it's not just that though because the thing is here's the thing Thomas is fine as fuck ain't nobody gonna ever argue with that in this side of paradise but it's not it takes more than looks to make an attraction work. And the thing is, what is Hope getting at home? 
ever since this mess started with Douglas, okay? Because remember, the point of what, remember where Lope was right before this Douglas mess started? They was having love in the afternoon, rolling on the floor, waxing it with their asses. You know, they were being a happy, you know, functional couple. As happy as functional as Lope is going to be in this lifetime. You know, good for them. But ever since this entire thing started, not it, the whole issue with Douglas, it feels like it has impacted their entire marriage. Because now all Hope gets when she comes home these days, when she is home and when she's not over at the Forrester Mansion, um, doing having family time with Douglas and Thomas and Beth, I'm still rolling at that. Lord, the Forrester cook know what they want for breakfast. I, I, I'm never going to get over that. Um, I'll tell them what she's getting, girl. Exactly. She they the, the, the cook know what baby Beth wants, what the toddler wants to eat in the morning. They got her oatmeal ready. They probably got a, a, a some kind of damn uh, protein shake or something ready for uh, for hope or yogurt or something or uh, yogurt parfait. They is on the menu like regulars. They, the the cook knows what they want. That's just the fact that we got this before the marriage imploded and hope would have a reason to get the hell out of her mother's house is just is just is giving me everything. Is it's that us. Yes, it is. It, it's <laughs> what, what I feel like happened is that they knew they weren't going to be able to sell us crazy Thomas over Hope just at the third party. And they went on ahead and said, look, Hope won't have to give in some. We just ain't going to be able to do this. And she's showing us today she teamed Thomas and, and got some attraction. I don't care how evil Thomas get over this. I but really you don't. know what else, you guys? I told y'all that Hope was going to run away from home. And look at what she's doing. She, when she does go home, like Darlin said, when she goes home, she don't get nothing but grief from both sides. Static. No peace. She's getting it from her mama. She's getting it from mm -hmm. her mama. So what does she do? She gets her baby and she runs to a place of peace and solace. Well, all she does sit there and have family time with Douglas and Thomas and her baby, and ain't nobody in her ear telling her how she ain't capable of making decisions. Mm -hmm. Nobody in her ear telling her that somebody's out to get her because she doesn't have the ability to see when somebody's taking advantage of her. She's over there with them foresters, and they treat her like a equal. Exactly. Taking what she says like she's an adult and not treat her like a child. Honey, she is running away from home every damn day. I love it. Exactly. I and taking Beth. Exactly, Bubbles. Her children behind, honey. Exactly. That's, that's, you made my point eloquently that hope is getting nothing but static and grief and problems every time she turns around she goes to the cabin there's liam with his long face and his concerns and him and, and, and his patronizing bullshit she goes up to the big house by her mama same thing non-stop even worse with brooke because brooke has sat up here and made this douglas issue a cornerstone of why her marriage is in trouble because of taylor so it doesn't, it's like hope, it doesn't matter where hope goes on Brooke's property, she's getting it from both ends. But the, and the only place she's not getting it is at work when she's collaborating on lines with Thomas. And when she's over at the Forrester Mansion, where she gets treated like a whole adult. 
where she's not yes. questioned constantly about her poor judgment and how she's such a good person that she just can't see the bad in people because she wants to believe the best in all this patronizing bullshit that a grown woman with a child does not want to hear. Preach on it. Mm-hmm. They driving her ass out that door one step at a time, one night at a time. By the time the bullshit go down, Beth gonna have a full a full dress of clothes over there, and she will too. Listen, I wonder what it's going to take for Hope to. What is it going to take for Brooke and Liam to bust down? I want to know which ones come first. Is Thomas mm. and Hope going to come first to cause Brooke and Liam? I really feel like Brooke and Liam is going to be the catalyst to push Hope all the way into Thomas' bed. Okay. My prediction is this. My thing is this. For them to actually fall into bed together, because first of all, my thing is this, is that Bo has been very, very titchy about actual um, infidelity. Okay, about, about people actually having sex um, as far as, um, as, uh, as cheating is concerned. Um, I think that for Brooke, it's going to be thinking that, I'm not just thinking that she's lost Ridge because he's lost faith in her. I'm still holding out my pen for, for Charlotte to come back and say that she's not legally married to Ridge. And I think if that comes to pass, Brooke will completely fall apart. Because if she, because the thing is, for Brooke, Ridge being disgusted with her or pissed at her or thinking she's done something irredeemable is fine for right now. Because at least she, because at least they're still married. Brooke, to Brooke, that's like, okay, yes, I'm screwed, but I'm not out of the game. I still got a, I still got some cards in my hand. As long as we're still legally married, I got something to work with. And when it comes her ass back to LA on a dark and, uh, and announces a scenario where it turns out Brooke is not legally married to Ridge, Brooke will lose, completely fall apart. She will lose her mind. So Because then that means she got nothing to work that, with. I got you. So your prediction mm -hmm. is that Brooke, uh, Liam is going to comfort Brooke because of her loss of uh, Ridge, but then at, not, at that point he done cheated on Hope and then it's the ticking time bomb of the secret. Well, see, that's the thing. That is what I think needs to happen to get Brooke to a place where she could even think about putting any part of her anatomy on her daughter's husband at this point. Again. Because, yeah, that's what get her to that point the fastest. Liam is a bit different because as much as I would love to believe that we're going to get flat out brilliant sex, which is what you know, is ultimately, you know, the perfect option. I have to wonder if that is what we're actually going to get because I'm trying to figure out on the other side of that equation, hey, what would get Liam to that point? Hey, darling, I don't know if you're like moving your phone or something, but your audio is starting to crackle. Hold on, that's probably me. Yeah, I was uh, walking around with my ear. Well, yeah, so, whatever that yeah, is. So, yeah, but to, to answer that though, I mean, that trying to make it to make sense has never been uh, um, objective of Brad Bell's. Trying to make it make sense. It didn't make sense for Steffi to sleep with Liam during that disgusting one night stand for no reason. So, uh, just, just um, uh, Liam going into save a whole mode. While Brooke is dropping that famous one tear, that Brad Bell is saying that no man can resist. Not me. 
that's 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 the narrative that he's pinned. Mm-hmm. So Liam is the saver hole. He's he's a rescue ranger, and and then the notorious one teardrop that no man can resist. I mean, it don't take nothing more than that. Now, then the secret is on for Hope to find out, and then she gonna break complete. They they already setting us up. We don't hear anything about Hope Spencer or Hope Logan Spencer. It's Hope Logan. This is the emancipation of Hope, and her rebellion is gonna be Thomas. But we Oh, I'll be right back. Y'all carry on. We've already discussed their names. None of the Logans go by their married name. She's never been Hope Spencer in anywhere. So she considers herself Hope Spencer. The last time I heard her refer to herself was before she went on the um uh the um that that over that baby moon um and hope before that when they were planning um he said something about oh something about Hope Logan and she said Hope Logan Spencer or, or no she didn't even say Hope Logan Spencer she said Hope Spencer. That's when she was trying to flex for them old people when they was waiting on the helicopter. No, they was at home in the cabin. They was at home in the cabin and they were talking about that baby moon and he said something, Hope Logan, and she said, Hope Spencer. And I believe that's when he said, I was born to love you. Oh, well, that's the probably the one and only time because again, none of them ever refer to themselves by their husband's name. She ain't even got her daddy name. The only Logan that don't go by Logan is Bridget because she was a legitimate Forrester child and Brooke needed that name for her. But she still considers herself a Logan, but all of them go by Logan. Katie been married to Bill two, three times and she's still Katie Logan. Even when she was running the damn company. I think that was probably one time they referred to her as Mrs. Spencer. But Katie Logan, like, they don't, it's odd to me that people, it's odd to y'all that she don't use her married name because I, I've never even really heard them using their married names. Even Taylor, they've been married 11 times. She was still Dr. Hayes. Well, I think this is the emancipation of of hope. She is she is getting free from uh she's freeing herself from Brooke and Liam. That's what I and, and I feel like Brooke and Liam, I just don't know which coming first. Hoping hoping Thomas or Brooke and Liam. And I feel like it's gonna be Brooke and Liam. All because just simply Brooke lost her destiny and and Tom and Liam is gonna be home alone because Hope ain't making home from Thomas' house with Beth. He gonna be lonely and he gonna be sitting up there probably commiserating with Brooke and might throw back some shots or whatever. And then next thing you know Brooke Penny's gonna be off. Y'all know that that's wishful thinking, right? Well, I, know, I, know, I sit here and agree with you all the time, honey. Um, mm-hmm. I want them to have, I, I want them to fall in the bed right now, but it's, it's too soon. <laughs> It's got to lead up to it. Um, well, you know what? This postscript, we, it might not lead up to nothing. The postscript is basically catching us up as to what has been already going on, y'all. Something finna change. Just like, let me tell you, just like when Steffi um, magically told us and it was a shock 
when she told Liam that Finn had been sleeping over the nights at her house and it was a shock to us that Finn and Steffi was sleeping together? Yeah. All of a sudden? They never told us. But they told us all, all of a sudden that it had been happening and they just told us nonchalantly we hadn't been, we, we'd never suspected, did we? Something was big coming. Um, Bill and that disgusting one night stand or the mannequin gate or whichever one, one he was trying to get hyped up at the time. But that was reminiscent to me of a bomb dropping about a character's nightlife that, that we had no idea was happening, but they letting us know, oh, it's happening. It's been happening. So I don't see it being too far off with what we're talking. I don't at all. I think it's coming sooner rather than later. I agree with you. It does feel like the pot is getting ready to boil over. Like whatever you got in the microwave, if you don't stop it right now, it's either going to burn or bubble over and you're not going to be able to take it back. And I wanted to be Liam and Brooke because she is primed to have a huge disappointment. And I know Bill is in this storyline, but he is the red herring. Bill is not going to be the man that she runs to. Everybody is like, well, no, Bill is there. Bill is going to be the one to tell her that um, Brooke, I mean, that Ridge uh, flew off to Aspen, which will send Brooke off to Aspen. But I really believe Bill is the red herring. He's just he is. lull us into a false sense of security because that's what people are expecting. They Correct. are not expecting her to fall into an indecent situation with Liam because how could you do that after giving him to Hope for messing up with Oliver? How could you turn around and do it to her twice? You well, got it twice too. Katie got it twice. Donna got it a couple of times. Yep. It's, it's time. It is time. And the what I saw today was Liam getting having having his excuse ready to cheat on his wife again. The excuse is she doesn't even sometimes come home at night. So right. he's not going to be trying to take it out on her. But his excuse is going to be he was home alone. He just meandered on down to the big house and came in through the sliding glass doors to a sad, teary-eyed, dry-pussied Brooke. And all he did was comfort her. And he gave her dry vagina some soothing by giving it some moisture. See, and I feel like she going to be the one to run down there to the cabin because she gonna know that Hope it ain't there, or maybe that'll be her guy. She running down to talk to Hope, but Hope is not there, and Liam is there, and she needs to be comforted. And for the first time in her life, Brooke is going to uh, buff a wood a wooden floor. She gonna buff the floors of the cabin herself. Um, I don't see I don't see Brooke getting down on the floor. I, I see it going down at Brooke's house. I don't see um, Brooke getting down on the floor with Liam because anyway, Liam is way beneath Brooke and I think yeah. that she just is so weak and vulnerable. It's going to be in her house. Liam going to, she might even have had a drink. We might, Brooke yeah. might even have had a drink or two when Liam stumbles upon her while he's upset. He, he might drink at his house. She might drink at hers. They, he might come over to check on her. Next thing you know, they fucking. Yeah. 
Because what was established today is sometime hope don't come home. And of course, that's not going to be okay with any husband yeah. under any circumstance. So he has a right to be upset that his wife isn't home. So when he slams back a shot of tequila or two before he goes up to the big house to ask Brooke if he heard from Hope because she ain't heard from him, she going to be a little bit tipsy and slurred and they going to start crying with each other and then next thing you know, they going to be comforting one another. It's going to be like that mannequin incident all over again. He's, you know, he's going to be upset because Hope he's going to be upset because hope is going to be with Thomas. And just like Ridge told him, uh, when he was threatening, a uh, 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 unconscious Thomas that day and telling him, you know, you don't even know what love is because you haven't loved anyone as much or stuck around long enough to fight for them. And that's, what's going to happen. He's going to be in his feelings and hope is going to be over there. Thomas, maybe one of those nights she's going to be sleeping over. And instead of him staying at home, fixing it, or either going over there to the Forrester mansion, knocking on the door and getting hope, dragging hope ass out of there. He's going to go down there to Brooke house and he going, oh, I need a drink. Same like he did with Steffi and that damn dirty one night stamp. Would you, do you mm -hmm. want to drink with me? Cause I need a drink. And I'm going to start to drinking and then he's going to ask her, so is Ridge uh, come back home or is he over there with Taylor? Are y'all any closer to getting back to together? He knows she's an alcoholic. That's what oh yeah. Saying. So he may she he may not. So he may just get he may just pour himself one. That's right, because exactly. she's that's right. She's an alcoholic. Exactly. But that's how it's gonna start. It's gonna be the same way because Liam having that's the one thing we know about Liam is he gonna stay true to form. Mm -hmm. Liam has been true to character the last uh, 14, 15 years since he's been on the show. So, And that's exactly what he's going to do. That's all it's going to be. It ain't going to be no big mystery. The only thing is just Liam is going to want what he normally does is when he's pissed off at his spouse, he goes to the next woman to get his little BB wet. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and Hope might be, look, and Hope might not even be doing nothing over there with Thomas. But and she that, might be feeling bad because you know she she understanding how Liam might feel. It might even be Thomas to encourage her to go home. Like hope now, you know Douglas, me and Douglas, we want anytime you like he told us that anytime you know you welcome anytime. But you know Liam feeling some type of way, and you know you know that old dead be bad. So you know how you gonna get. And she could be you right, Thomas. Let me go ahead on and go home. And she could walk go home, and she could drive her ass down and come through Brook Brook though and catch them in a compromising position. That's how this thing gonna it. happen. Yeah, I would I, love it. Yep. yep, because part of Sam was right about one thing for certainty. Part of aside from showing that there is definitely some sort of distance developing between uh, Liam and Hope, the whole point of them mentioning that she that he has that she has been spending nights out at the Forrester house with Douglas and Beth is to create the opportunity for something like this to happen. Because nothing like this can't happen with Hope down at the cabin. This can't happen if she's on the damn property. It just won't. So Hope, yes. this, so, so, so them having introduced this new facet of Hope actually not being around and actually being gone for the whole night at the forest, at the forest mansion on Willow Hill, that's part of the point to create with, the opportunity. With, 
with yeah. that. That means Liam is mm-hmm. completely alone in That's the right. Yes. He can give him a couple of beers. Brooke is going to be in the big house. He can meander through them sliding glass doors. Like I said, that that post to me, that was post-scripting to let us know, oh, Hope always don't come home at night. And Liam home yeah. all the time by himself at night. That's right. And when Bye. Brooke ain't got no husband coming through the door, when Ridge is no longer coming through the door, is she just as lonely as ever? Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is Liam. the deal. I'm telling you. But today was the day of revelation. It was. It was clear to me. It, it was a whole conversation. I even thought Liam was about to admit to be the one to call in CP. Yes, because he the conversation they had last week when I felt like it was strange that neither one of like it was strange that Brooke didn't deny it. And it was strange that he didn't ask Brooke like, well, who could have told Brooke? Only you and I knew and Hope knew. And of course, Ridge knows. And I'm pretty sure he told Thomas by now. I wondered. I always wondered why he never asked Brooke like, well, Brooke. Who could have made the CP call, CPS call? Did you make the call? He did. I mean, like, Liam, did Liam did ask, ask Brooke that. Who could have done this? And Brooke yeah. just kind of started it's, looking at the ceiling like she yeah, didn't see that. Yeah. She didn't deny it, but he, I felt like he should have questioned. He should have came with a follow-up question. Like, well, you know, um, I, you told me in Hope, and of course Ridge knows, um, but who do you think could have did it? Like he didn't speculate more on that. And today no. they were so comfortable. He was so comfortable talking to her. Like he had to just, he's made his, he's made that home, his home y'all. And he so just go to the cabin to Luke wait on home. Is, is um, counselor now where Steffi used to be. Now we yeah. see him popping up at Brooke's house all the time. Yeah. To complain about hope. Exactly. Exactly. I been told y'all it was coming. I'm so excited I can scream. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm already team folk. But Bubbles, you still gonna make that whole stain account, huh? Y'all, we got to get our hair done. We got to have our drinks ready. We going live. We doing this, baby, because Brim is happening. I'm ready for ah, it. And and Bubbles, I need you to make that whole staying account because you know low fans finna start dragging hope, y'all. Oh, listen, they, are, they, they dragging her. Casey Casper is, uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I feel bad for old Casey. They all they tagging him about how it's an abomination that yeah. we, they dare to write hope um, with her stepbrother. Like I mean, like this is the first time. Bold and beautiful is the most incestuous show ever. To be rich, yeah. Besides flowers in the attic, besides that, yeah. Now, I want to know what show they've been watching. Huh? I wanted to know what show y'all been watching. People been hooking up a crazy, a sideways crazy for this almost pretty much the entire show run. Between <laughs> them and babes, they I mean, running hand Forrester. in hand. You have Foresters dating each other: Steffi Forster, Rick Forster, um, Ivy Forster, and Thomas Forster. Yeah, I mean, come on, they acting like they ain't been watching this show. The least of it is that they um uh, uh not blow up they uh married what what did you call it what you call it when you marry um stepbrothers step siblings incest it ain't incest if they ain't related by blood so it's they step siblings 
They ain't related right. by no mm-hmm. blood. They parents married each other. Them people can, if they want to. They show okay. the whole reason they it's the whole reason they changed Ridge's paternity to be able to make half of the show eligible to date the other half. That, that's because exactly. the first thing they did was put his ass was try to put his ass with Bridget. Yep. Yeah. That how was you awful. Gonna, how you gonna somebody that you used to call daughter? And I right. that was that was a freak show. She thought Ridge was her daddy. She was like Kelly age, right? She was like yep. Kelly mm-hmm. yep. That was a complete freak show, and I'm glad they ended it quick. It was awful. Yep. That was that was a bridge too far for anybody. Because you know, just after Roman, I wouldn't want a man that could even turn on that way after after that. You know? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's just me. What's wrong with you? You thought she was your daughter. And then after that, she was your sister. So that's what they do, honey. That's how I felt when they put Steffi and Rick together. Because I'm like, that That was her uncle Rick. Rick, And y'all want me to sit here and believe that, well, first off, Uncle Rick and Phoebe, then um, Uncle Rick and Steffi, and then Uncle Rick took and Uncle Rick was going to marry Steffi. Um, I blame Uncle Rick a lot for Steffi's behavior as a, a person growing up as well because he took with the head. Um, but yeah, they they more incestuous. We used to think days of our lives was kind of incestuous, but uh, both in the they beautiful. Got nothing, on nothing. Nothing has anything on both. I no. mean, flowers in the attic might have something on it, but I don't know. I think Brad Bell giving them a run for their money. They can let that go. If they they got they Ridge, they hero is a two-time rapist. I mean, come on. If they think that that Brad Bell cares that Hope and Thomas um once thought they were, you know, were you know, used to call each other brother and sister, that is not going to deter that man. Not at all. At all. At all. And I think. That Thomas and Hope dynamic is way more interesting than Thomas and Liam. I mean, I'm sorry, Hope and Liam. They two, Hope and Liam are too boring together. Hope wants to be a good girl. She needs Ben to have Thomas with the midge. Just like, just like Finn and Steffi. She's the one that's wild and crazy. I mean, the only part about, and it's the only thing that makes me leery about Thope is that I just don't want Thomas to have to go under the bus to make it happen. That's my. That's well, really. Well, in the end, it is because we know that after Hope falls for Thomas, and they are about to get married, then it's gonna come out that he made the call. So he's going to get thrown under the bus. Yeah, because they gotta save Brooke, and they gotta um, they gotta give her a reason to uh, to complain about how she and Ridge got robbed. Exactly. How, their, how their destiny has been stolen from them. So she can fight for Ridge. Exactly. Right. So she can get back on that. She'll fight for Ridge for another few years until destiny um, uh, takes hold again. But you know, as long as it's a few years. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just not with this flip-flopping um, all the time. I mean, just not constantly. If we can get Ridge for a few years, let's do it. And let Brooke be on the outside trying to woo uh, um, a, a faithful ridge. Oh, and I then let Bill try to pick up the pieces. 
I haven't told you. I've I've been with it. Um, I've been with it. I want if if they're gonna do it, then first of all, I want a bridge to beg for many 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 months. Like maybe Taylor finally says yes on the fourth of July, so they can have fireworks when they make love. Um, okay. But I want them to wait, and then. Um, I want it to be many, many, many years before Brooke, Brooke walking around looking stupid in the face, talking about how her destiny was stolen and Reed saying, no, I just really needed to get back to where I should have been in the first place. Before I got exactly. exactly. I, I don't want him to be like, oh, well, um, okay, uh, since, you know, you really didn't do this, I'm going to go ahead and leave Taylor again and come back. I want him to be just like he was when she was trying to tell him that that little girl was his baby and she was expecting him to leave Taylor. And he was like, honey, I'm not going to leave my wife. That, that could be the truth, but I'm not leaving my wife. I want him to be like, well, that could be the truth that, you know, you didn't do this and it's unfortunate. But at the same time, um, I wasn't happy and I am not fixing to sign up for Destiny again. So we good, girl. Go on. Right. Mm -hmm. like, go find Deacon. Real well, that's what the dialogue, and that's what Taylor's dialogue. I mean, they the Taylor's dialogue is telling us um, what what we hear what you've been complaining about. Um, but are they telling us that okay, we're gonna give it to you? See, because it sounds like they're being pretty crystal clear that Taylor is this is not going to be what we think it is. But how can we not when we see what just happened? Red's running out. Because Brooke answered the question wrong. He didn't even tell her, yeah, I know you lying. He didn't even tell her, um, I'm mad at you to cancel the dinner plans. He just walked out the door. See, but that's it's the I'm same so thing I said last down. night, though. It's right. the it's the the whole problem is going to be that Taylor made it really clear to today to Steffi at what kind of a toll. Placing her hopes on Ridge has taken on her at this point. Like, when Steffi buzzed up and said, you just got to give it time, Taylor was like, what you mean give him time? It's been years. Oh, give him time. Yeah, he's had enough time. He's had more than enough time to sort himself out. My whole problem is with Ridge showing his regular ass up at Aspen like a ghost in the night or the day, because I'm going to be very honest. This is why I'm not a soap writer. Because when he showed up and was calling for Taylor and she looked over at him and he came over there, and I had been writing today's script, I would have said, who let you on the property? <laughs> it completely ruined the moment. But the thing is, is that she's made it clear that she's not a consolation prize. That she cannot tolerate Ridge coming to her because Brooke has disappointed him or broken his heart for the nth damn time. She's sick of that shit. She's sick of it. She's sick of it. She doesn't want anything further to do with it or, or anything like it where Ridge, where she's not coming first. And Ridge, since he basically just teleported, like he like like he's a character in Dragon Ball Z or something. He basically teleported from L.A. to Aspen just like that. And absolutely no one even knows he's gone. Thomas doesn't know he's gone. Brooke up here pushing back reservations like she got somebody to eat dinner with. Uh, <laughs> on the... <laughs> she, 
that is going to be funny. Eric don't know. Nobody knows Ridge has left. So, and also what I also noticed was that when Tom, when Steffi called Thomas to tell him how concerned she was that, you know, their mom really is giving up that even though, you know, they came out to Aspen and she was hoping, you know, to buy some time and such and such that their mom, that this has been hard on her and she really does want to give up on their dad. Notice, I'm, I'm interested to see what we pick up tomorrow because notice Thomas didn't say anything about the circumstances with CPS that has still not left his mouth yet. Now, Ridge originally asked him not to say nothing to nobody about it. And it seems that Thomas, I know it was because he said he was going to talk to Brooke himself, but now he's done that. And I don't know if Thomas will tell will tell uh Steffi tomorrow because I'm sitting up here looking at Bri at, at Ridge in his um jacket and his happy go lucky ass and I'm like you is not about to tell this woman that that Brooke didn't uh, totally screwed y'all son over. I just don't see it. I do not see Ridge coming to Aspen and telling Taylor what Brooke has done. Again I feel like he's gonna keep play that close to the vest because he's trying to get Taylor to give him a chance. And if he tells her that he ain't getting no damn chance, not that he deserves one. And he going to, him and Thomas going to keep Walter a secret for months. Yeah. Right. Cause that's the big thing. They're the only ones who quote unquote, no Brooke made the call and they have not told anyone that Brooke made the call. That is strictly need to know information. And the only people who know right now are Walter, Ridge, and Thomas. And they do not they seem inclined to spread. Yeah, and Thomas hasn't. Right. right. And Ridge hasn't told anybody. So, I mean, at this point, it's really like Brooke is going to be given. It almost feels like Brooke is going to basically be told her walking papers are in the process of being cut, and she's not going to be given a reason why they're being cut. Exactly. That he's exactly, exactly. You're right. And then, and then it's going to be why did I drink? It's going to be why did Ridge divorce me? She might start wondering about the CPS call because that's the last thing they disagreed about. Even though she tried to pretend like it wasn't a big deal and she, you know, been trying to get him to bed after she threatened to call CPS on his son. Mm-hmm. But he's been known to disregard and ignore the evil things she's done to his children. So you could expect for her to be, you know, expect for him to just fall like putty in her hands after, you know, calling CPS on his son. So I could see her <clears throat> not thinking it's a big deal, but in hindsight, she may. Now, maybe her and Bill will get together and get down to the bottom of it. But again, by that time, so much will be unhappened that all she can do is cry about it. Exactly. And so she's just going to be, you know, she's going to be devastated because because she won't know what the tipping point is that made Ridge decide that their marriage wasn't feasible anymore. She's going to just start spiraling like she nuts because that's just Brooke. But listen, you guys are missing the point that y'all keep bringing up. If, in fact, Shama is coming back to reveal that they not married anyway, then the question becomes, why did Ridge choose not to come back um, and re- completely recommit himself? 
you know, she's gonna be wanting to run down to the JLP and, and re-sign papers and, and say vows with him. And he's gonna be like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that with you. Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be, if, if Shauna's coming back to, to drop that little nugget instead of something going on with Quinn or Flo, then Ridge is single. He's nobody's husband now. He's mm -hmm. nobody's husband and Taylor can sleep with him without fear of being a homewrecker. Exactly, because you know that's the first thing Ridge is going to do. The second he find out that he is not legally Mr. Logan anymore, he going to run the tail and tell her that so fast. He might shit. Ridge might get there faster than he did. got to Aspen today. He used Abby's teleporter. Yeah. You I know what? That. that would be cold-blooded as hell. For him to actually go off, because Steffi mentioned marriage today or yesterday. To Taylor, mm -hmm. she mentioned marriage to Taylor yesterday. Taylor rolled her eyes, but wouldn't it be something if Ridge ran off and married Taylor without even telling Brooke that they are not even married? That would be absolutely hilarious. Because the thing is, if Shauna comes back to LA. Shauna is not going to be popping by the Logan Mansion. That's not going to be a place she goes. She would most likely either go to Forrester yep. to see Ridge, or I she would be, or she would feel more comfortable going to Eric's house since her and Eric are on decent terms. Correct. Correct. So that would be. So yes, it is very possible that that whatever happens, I'm pretty sure. Ridge's first stop is going to be Carter, okay, to confirm that. Well, hold on, wait. Shauna's saying XYZ, what the hell happened, Carter? You said that, you know, the divorce never really took, even though the papers were filed, which never really made no damn sense to none of us anyway. Mm-hmm. That's right. That, that never made sense back when that happened after everything happened with Shauna and the, uh, in the in the um, Vegas wedding and all that bullshit, it, it didn't make no sense. But right, yeah, they had divorce papers. They actually had adult papers. So in order to to file an adult there had to be a marriage, which means the divorce had to happen. Mm hmm. And I really do. Yes, indeed. I really do feel like. The first thing that Ridge is going to do is because you know the first thing that's going to come out of Taylor Mouth, because I'm interested to see I want to see Taylor read and drag Ridge's ass for filth up there in the mountains because he got it coming because he's been playing games not just in the last few years, but ever since they got back from Monaco, Ridge has been pissing me off even more so than usual. So I'm looking forward to seeing Taylor drag his ass for filth because he deserves it. And I definitely want to hear, and I know one of her main sticking points when she dragged him is going to be, your ass is a married damn man, Ridge. Okay? And I don't fool with married men. I'm not that type of woman. Mm. Only for Shauna to mythically show up and poop, poop. Well, yeah, actually, he's not. He's actually quite available if you want him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we were we we know we always had those three things pinned down for Shauna. Um, explain Flo's absence, explain Quinn's absence, and free Ridge. If mm -hmm. and we know that Taylor has been steadfast on 
Ridge being Brooke's husband. And Brooke has been saying my husband a lot the past several weeks. <clears throat> that to me sounds like karma. That Ridge really is not her husband. Uh -huh. And now <clears throat> when we talk about meant to be, right? Taylor's been talking a lot about meant to be. If it's meant to be, it'll be. And talking about karma. If this all, if Ridge turns out to be not married to Brooke today because Brooke took off her ring in, because Ridge refused to buckle and sign away Douglas, uh, Tom, for Thomas to sign away his rights to Douglas. Remember, all that started. Brooke taking off her ring and those um, divorce papers getting filed mm -hmm. about Ridge standing up to her about taking Douglas from Thomas. W wouldn't that be irony if all the way today, regardless of what's happening between, they are not married because of that shit? Regardless of everything that's happened in between, they have been divorced since then. That's karma. She's mm -hmm. talking all this and stomping around destiny, and that man ain't even her husband because she took off her ring as a flex to get him to give away his grandson. Oh, <clears throat> with Catholic, that little piece of karma came back to whoop, I'll slap her in the face because that's what started all of this shit in the beginning with her trying to get. Douglas away from Thomas in the first place and not listening to Ridge when he said he wanted to get his son some help and not strip him of his parental rights. And she mm -hmm. said, well, I'll just take my ring off so Ridge will know I'm, I mean business. She was yep. breaking that shit to the coven. And they were yep. like, uh-huh, girl, go on, do it, girl. Go on, do it. Take your ring off. Show him who's mm -hmm. boss. And she took mm -hmm. that ring off was like, well, I guess we done here the divorce papers and her dumb ass double down signed it. Signed that shit. She showed did. She put, nobody forced her to put ink to paper, but Brooke did that in 2019 uh -huh. and she did that of her own free will because she was trying to strong arm Ridge into giving away uh -huh. Now, when I say karma, if we come to, to this day, right now, Ara A.T. now that she is not married to Ridge today because of that action she took in 2019 against Ridge and his son that to me is irony and would in my opinion seal the deal on what Taylor says is karma and what the fuck is meant to be oh yes oh yes that would be karma isn't even the word for it because That's yes poetic. Brooke was That's all yes Brooke was all big bad and bold as shit when yep. she was the only game in town she could not mm -hmm. be stopped she nobody mm -hmm. couldn't tell her nothing she was signing divorce papers and taking off rings like it wasn't no thing but a damn chicken wang preach on it she ain't had nothing because if Ridge wouldn't do what she wanted up front, she had no problem, no issues sitting up there and using circumstances or items like her ring and divorce papers to try to threaten or bully or push him into doing what she wanted. Which and was if, to strip him of his grandson. 
Exactly. And now here we are, two plus years later, she does not have the luxury that she had once upon a time. She has no, she cannot sign divorce papers. She cannot take off rings and she would never dare to at this point because she knows she can't afford to. Mm-hmm. But if so, so we don't have to worry about her taking off no rings or signing no papers now because she won't. But if them, but that bad, but if she messed with that shit before and <laughs> it turns out that that shit was legal and binding, she might actually just have. I think Brooke might be in, in the realm to have a heart attack over there. She will have full to pull a full on Fred Sanford. I hope wouldn't you? Because it's right. It, be heard. This is all of your doing at your feet, ma'am. This is everything yep. you wrong. Yep. She what? is, ma'am. She was the one, Brooke was the one that ran behind everybody's back and even had the idea to draw up adoption papers. Brooke was the one that convinced Hope and Liam that Thomas needed to sever his rights. Brooke was the one to convince them that, okay, we got to act fast before Danny and Karen jump in. Brooke was the one to convince them that Douglas needed to be protected at all costs. Brooke was the one that took off her ring in defense of that idea. Brooke was the one that, like you said, doubled down, signed those divorce papers. She did that. And it wasn't because of a manipulation. She knew what happened. Her and Hope manipulated Thomas to sign those adoption papers. They thought they killed him, pushed him in a vat. Ridge found out. She didn't care. She did not care. So if she and that man is not married today because of those actions she took, that is karma. I will fall out laughing. I want it to be. That's exactly what I want to hear. I want it to be a big old dose of karma and I want her to realize it. I want her to yes. and think if I had never taken off my ring, we wouldn't yes. be Yes, well, you can do those um, those flashbacks backwards where it's like going backwards where she can go back to where she had um, that ring in her hand or where she signed those papers and then go fast forward, fast back. All that shit was her fault. Yes. Yes, it was. If I had never insisted that Hope and, and, and Liam adopt Douglas, if I hadn't insisted mm-hmm. on that and used and tried to use it to use my marriage to leverage the outcome that I wanted in that situation, I would not be in the situation I am now. Ooh, karma. That's all. Like I said, remember I said earlier that karma was baking us a three-layer cake. That would be like the top tier. That's right. I want a 12-layer cake like they be making on the Great British Baking Show. Nice thin layers of, of sponge with some nice even thin uh, layers of some kind of creamy um, um, frosting or some kind of fruit something that's in between the layers and oh, stop it, it's got a beautiful chocolate ganache on the a mirror glaze I want a mirror glaze um, <laughs> and some, some some flowers made out of some damn royal icing and somebody that made a bird sculpture and the bird is in the nest or it's a hummingbird and the hummingbird is in the flower that's the fucking kind of cake I want for this event, ma'am. You know what the cake should say on the top? Enough. You know what the cake should say on the top? That the fucking bridge is burnt. <laughs> I won't allow it. Because that's what she always says. 
Oh, she needs to do whatever she wants, whatever she gonna do to get what she wants. I won't allow it. Yeah, she told Rich that she was not going to allow him to choose Thomas over her. She wasn't gonna allow him to just let Thomas have whatever she wants. No, she won't allow it because Ridge is gonna free her so she can sit over there and keep saying she won't allow it while everybody else is living their life. Mm-hmm. She told you, she the one made this. She draw the line. She always says she won't allow it. She she won't rest till, and she gonna make damn sure Hope gets what she wants. And and it would be poetic justice for her to lose everything to that goal. And Hope still Hope got what she wants. She got Thomas Douglas, Liam, and Beth. And Hope Brooke gonna be the one that's out. The what that would that would see, but that's the thing. Brooke, the thing is, is that. Brooke is so, she is so swept up in her own issues that she is, for the first time in many, many years, she is not keeping a close eye on, on, on hope, on hope, her situation, and more importantly, her emotional state. Because see, all Brooke is seeing, and and the thing is, Brooke should know better. She's Brooke Logan. She is the queen of, 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 I got swept up in it bullshit, okay? So she knows all about alienation of affections, of affection, of her affections being alienated to another man, of her spending her whole life trying to alienate a man's affection in her direction. She really is so caught up in bullshit. In her own bullshit, she's so deep in her own bullshit that she can't see that hope, that there are changes there in hope. Not just because she just wants to, she just wants the convenience of saying, oh, it's because Thomas is manipulating her. But that's not what it is. Hope herself has, hope ain't never came out of bag on her mama like she did this week. Never. Well, that's she ain't, because hope- oh, go ahead. Well, I feel like Hope is just seeing for herself that her mom is not really even interested in Hope right now. Brooke has conflated everything that's going on with Hope, Douglas, Thomas, Steffi, and Taylor to be all about her relationship with Ridge. Mm-hmm. I think Come that there. Brooke is not really concerned about Douglas. Brooke thinks that if Douglas is back in Hope's cabin, then her, she would not be having any problems with Ridge. Brooke is that simple. Yes. It's as simple as that. She if she don't, she ain't trying to goddamn put she already checking tabs on hope. That's second nature to her. She's been doing that since she pushed that girl out the womb. Mac, micromanaging hope is like Brooke can walk and chew gum and she can be, you know, that clown on a unit thing doing juggling balls around. She can manage hope and a thousand other things at this point. Hope sees Brooke for what it is. Brooke is not concerned about Hope or Douglas at this point. Brooke is trying to put a band-aid on her marriage. Hope mm-hmm. sees it for what it is. Brooke is her, she's got her head in the clouds. She absolutely has her head in the clouds at this point. She got one somewhere, honey. Because she is not thinking things through and that's fixing at to all. her demise. Her demise is, is not. Her day is coming. Ooh, and she doesn't and she's not even gonna see it coming but the thing is but you're right about that about her being able her managing hope is second nature to her but the fact of the matter is is that she is so 
mired in her own bullshit that even when confronted with the absolute truth of, of what yep. how deep her problems is, she don't see it. Case in right. point, Liam told gave her some information that should have been like a red flag to her. What do you mean Hope is spending nights over at Eric's with Beth? How long has this been going on? You This been going on and I don't know about it? Hope ain't said nothing to me about it. You're trying to tell me this has been going on and Hope purposely did not say anything to me about it. That is a huge red flag. That means that she was that that your precious daughter, who, like I said, this is the woman who stage managed her losing her damn virginity, for God's sake. If that is not an indication of just how deep in Hope's business Brooke has always in, it has been, nothing is. And you know what else it is? Mm. An indication of how Brad Bell has been showing us just this week how far apart Hope is pulling, how far away Hope is pulling from Brooke. Hope mm -hmm. is pulling away from Brooke intentionally, just as she's not really pulling away from Liam. Liam is pushing her away, but yeah. she's pulling away from Brooke. She is. She sees Bad. it for what it is. She sees that Brooke was using Douglas, that situation, to blow it out of proportion. She saw that. She rolled her eyes about it. She even throwed her, almost throwed her hands to her face. Right. Like, and Simone. Yep. And Simone Francis on, on YouTube said it right. Brooke is not seeing it with Ridge or nor hope. She's so focused on beating Taylor and hope to keeping Douglas to herself is a win for Brooke. So Brooke ain't seeing the forest for the trees for nothing. I mean, because yeah. his, I mean, the thing is, you have all these red flags that are just circling Brooke like a damn hurricane, and she's not seeing any of them. Ridge running out of the house like that is 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 a red flag. He ran, you don't really know. He said he was going back to the office. And you're just doing what? You're staying at the house, and he hasn't Make come back yet, and you're calling him. Right. She made exactly. plans for dinner, and he's not even responding to text messages. Exactly. She ain't took her ass. I mean, I'm sorry. Brooke, ten years ago, would have had been had her ass over at Forrester. The second Liam got his ass the hell out of her living room, he would have been like, "Well, I, he said he was going to the office. Well, I'll just go there." But Ridge was never at the office. Ridge, Ridge left and, and ran back to Eric's house. Mm -hmm. Now, you remember a couple of weeks ago when Liam, Brooke, and Hope were in Brooke's house having a conversation, and Liam and Hope were on the same side, on the same side of the living room. Brooke mm -hmm. was on the opposite side, and as Brooke was talking, Hope and Liam kept looking at each other like, is this fish crazy? Remember? Mm -hmm. Yes. So you see that contrast where at one point a, a couple weeks ago, Hope and Liam both were looking at Brooke like she was damn crazy. Today, Hope's still looking at Brooke like she was crazy. But Liam mm -hmm. now is empathizing with Brooke. We have shifted guys into Briam territory. It's mm -hmm. happening. It's happening. It has. We got 30 more minutes. Are we going to talk about Days or GH? Oh, yeah. We can pop over to those. I don't mind. Yes, I caught up with Days today, and I watched GH today only because y'all know I don't care about nobody on GH but Esme, and I got to see her lurking um, for a little bit, so I was quite pleased. 
She did good. I mean, she did. She, there wasn't the end. Her showing up uh, for the, her her daddy uh jail cell or her, his padded room, whatever the hell you call it, where they got him locked up at. Now, how the hell did she get in there when she's supposed to be dead? That is a very good question. How did she, she get in there? She probably flirted with somebody. She's a girl. Yeah, but at the same time, she's missing. Um, and Ryan told um Carly, Carly, Ryan told Ava that I mean Ava told Ryan that um she pretty much hinted to him that she had killed Esme. <clears throat> and so he's upset. So but a few of them that think Esme is dead. So the fact that she walked in his room at the end of the show today is gonna be awesome because then he's going to tell her. Well, you know, them people think you dead, girl. Mm-hmm. Knows that they think that she's dead, even though they set up that whack ass uh, text message from the French Riviera like that. Her, she thinks mm. them people's lives up for real, honey. And I hope she got a baby in her belly. I swear, if they don't let her be pregnant, I'm gonna be so disappointed. How's she gonna be pregnant after falling in the parapet? Honey, that's a Cassidy yeah. baby. What you talking about? Cassidy babies don't die easy. Right, that baby is wrapped in a Kevlar womb. What is you talking about? That baby mm. is in an eggshell. Mm. No, no. She wasn't delicate like Steffi and fell off that. You remember when Hope pushed Steffi into the desk and everybody mm. was terrified that Steffi would lose the baby because she, she had complications before? No, them Cassidines, them them little fetuses, but uh, they plants. I don't think it's somebody checking for me. But has there ever been a Cassidine miscarriage? Like the woman got pregnant and oh no, I lost the baby. I don't think we've ever had that situation because no, I honestly I can't say that there has been. I mean, because first of all, one they don't well one they don't let Cassidines breed lightly. Okay, they don't. They really don't. They do not let Cassidines breed lightly. Honestly, the most fertile Cassidine is is Alexis. She, the fact that she was allowed to have as many children as she's had up to this point, in and of itself, is a damn miracle. Mm. But them cast, but them Cassidine men, no, they don't let. Because I'm I'm thinking back through Nicholas's. Stefan ain't had no churn to speak of before he passed. Um, and I'm thinking back about Nicholas and his relationships with various women, and I do not recall him um having gotten anyone pregnant who miscarried. The more I think about it, no, all the women he didn't fool with, no, I don't recall him having no getting nobody pregnant and having them miscarry, not even once. Now, so see, that just tells me that this baby that Esme is carrying, I don't care if she's faking a baby and ends up stealing one. Um, but I feel like uh, she's going to really mess up some lives. And this baby ain't even got to be a damn Cassidy, but that's the only person she slept with was Nicholas. Child, she fixed to have her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend sibling. That will have me rolling on the floor laughing. Because first of all, one, I wants to see of all people, 
I wants to see the look on Victor and Valentine's face more than anybody else. Because <laughs> right. here's the thing. They're hard. They're like, you know what? Nah, we got we to gotta neutralize this. We got to take care of that. We're not letting you bring the family down. If they find out that this girl, honestly, I would not put it past them to try to pull a dollar bill on her ass like dollar bill trying to do am, but be like, oh, no. Oh, hell no. Like, we got to throw her off the parapet again. <laughs> and make it stick this time. You ain't going to be no second chance, honey, because Esme is not your average bear. At all. Well, Y'all so like, crazy. Legitimate psycho. And I love her like that. Because she, she is crazy enough to do any and everything to anyone. She has no limits. She's not like your normal psychopath, okay? Like regular psychos, they have like, you know, they're sacred cows. They're people who they would not hurt for anything in the world. Like case in point, even with somebody like Sheila, Sheila will throw anybody in the world under the bus, but she would never purposely set out to hurt Finn or any of her children. It just sometimes, you know, ends up going that way <clears throat> for obvious reasons. But Esme, she don't have nobody like that in her corner. Unless you count the nanny lady, Maggie or whatever her name is. I feel like that's a damn figment of her imagination. Until this lady manifests, she's a figment um, of Esme's imagination. That's just what she calls her journal. I feel like if somebody is helping her out as a co-signer, it's that damn Rory. Because he's just too... He's just too... Too vanilla for me. Mm hmm. Yeah, I always felt like Rory was too attracted to Esme. I remember a scene where they were at that pool, um, the Carly's restaurant pool or hotel pool. Mm -hmm. And she walked up to Rory. Um, he was alone. I think Trina had done stepped away or something. And she said something to him, but they had some serious sexual chemistry going on. Yes, between the two of them and it was reciprocal and i found it very refreshing i was like fucking cool they letting esme flirt with rory and letting rory flirt back i was like excellent i love it here but it didn't go anywhere but i always felt like that was a missed opportunity so if it does turn out that Rory, that she actually could um seduce him into doing her will you know i'm always down for some ish like that. Mm -hmm. That is my jam. That's why I love Sheila and Deacon. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I feel like Esme needs an accomplice who is not Ryan because remember she told Ryan she has her own plans. That's right. She has her own plans. She did say that. That her own plans means that she has her own accomplice that is working at doing things that we don't even know anything about yet. Exactly. A backup plan, a backup man. She's got she's got her own ways of working these scenarios that she's not keying Ryan into. And I mean, because my first question is, where the hell did she go after she fell after she got thrown off the parapet? Because you know how it is the parapet. 
you can get thrown off it a couple of times and not die, but if they keep doing it, eventually they're going to get your ass. Mm -hmm. She went underground like vampires. <laughs> no. She went underground. And I bet she was somewhere watching these people the whole time. Because I think you're right. I mean, because she was hanging around the corner listening. Nobody, nobody noticed her. Mm -hmm. I need her. I need to get her out of that damn hoodie. Mm. I got to see. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for that hoodie to come off and reveal that she got a baby bump. Yep. That's yep. what. That's what I'm waiting on. Y'all know what? Then y'all can get me watching GH again. If, if Esme is pregnant, so you know what they messed up though. They should have had her sleep with Spencer too. I needed a who the daddy between the Casadans. Oh no, this is actually infinitely worse because just as soon as Spencer finally re relieves himself of the baggage of Esme, at a time where when he finally gets all of that straightened out and gets rid of her, now Trina is not is not available to him, which is of course them playing with us. For her, for her to come back with a with a potential baby with a baby that could be his would be hilarious. But now that when she come back, they are gonna know the baby is. They're gonna assume the baby is Nicol is is Nicholas's. But you never know. Esme could somebody else. Well, who all knows about Esme and uh, Nicholas sleep together? Who all knows? Just go. Uh, oh, oh, Victor knows. Valentine knows. Okay. Um. And, well, yeah. Well, after it happened, and he was running right before Trina's trial concluded, he realized he basically needed to get ahead of this because Esme made it clear, no uncertain terms, that she was about to rat his bitch ass out. So he ran to go tell Ava, and Ava, of course, being Ava, already knew that the only reason you're opening your mouth and you're telling me is because she was about to snitch your bitch ass out. Mm-hmm. And then he had to tell Spencer, and because you know Victor uh, basically was like he was aggravated when he realized what Nicholas had done because he couldn't believe he had did something so stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, Nicholas is dumb as rocks right now. Yeah, he really exactly. He seems like the dumbest Cassidy. I don't like that. You know, when I I, sh I like families, and I don't like the um I don't like the runts in the family. I won't discard them. I keep the runts. But, you know, they really need to stay in their damn lane. And Nicholas is the damn runt. So I don't know how he ended up with Ava. She, she is out of his league. You know, he she was is. talking about how much they, was, they matched up in the beginning. And she was like, no, it was really more about blackmail. And then he was like, no, but we fell in love with each other, actually, really. And I'm like, how, though? Because you don't seem like enough woman, a man for her, like, Ava seems like the kind of woman who needs to be with a Victor Cassidine, not the kind of woman that would be with this little boy that exactly the man. Exactly. And that's out, and that's what the way I felt about Esme and Spencer. I always felt like Spencer was too young for Esme, and, and Nick would be a step up for her. Yeah, but even even Nick is beneath Esme at this point. That girl's a diabolical genius. She mm -hmm. is smart as a grown ass man. Mm -mm -mm. And she led him by the but she didn't even have to lead him that hard. 
all she did was have these little conversations with him where she just gently inserted negativity about his relationship with Carly and how she was the victim. She made both of them the victims. That's how she um, seduced Nicholas. She made both of them the victims and she was sympathetic to both of them at the same time. Oh, you know, I just see us as two lonely people who just want to be loved and that's all. She was hitting <laughs> shit like that, and he was looking at her like, yeah, yeah, I am a lonely person who just wants to be loved as may. You get me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to get you all right, big daddy. Give it a minute. And she yep. worked that man like he was a damn ball of dough, and she was getting ready to make the world's famous pizza. Sure enough. And his ass <laughs> fell right, in the, right on the kneading pile. And she needed his ass and she worked that dough and she proved that dough and he fucking developed, okay? He rose to the occasion. Mm-hmm. See, and that and that was the part that was aggravating, was that we knew Esme was what Esme was up to. Okay? We knew what she was up to. It was real obvious. But she didn't even have to try hard, though. That was the part that I was absolutely disgusted with. I was like, wait a second. You married. You're married. You got a wife. Yes, y'all have troubles, but you're still married. And this is the chick who is with your son. Now, for you to get from point A of you being a married man, her being involved with y'all son, and y'all having no type of sexual connection whatsoever... To get to point B, y'all going at it bucket naked on the uh, on the uh, in the towel room. That I think that there should be something happening to get you to that point. It's like it's like on Bold and the Beautiful. If Brooke wasn't about to go through hell right now, the hell that we know is coming for her in her marriage with Ridge, there is nothing else that could get her to the point where she would allow something to happen with Leah. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So. By that same measure, when Nick ended up sleeping with Esme, I was like, bro, she ain't even had to do nothing hardly. I mean, honestly, it felt like Esme could have came in there in a robe, dropped it on the floor, and it just would have happened any damn way. Mm-hmm. Which was damn pitiful to say Nicholas is Spencer daddy. Mm-hmm. Raggedy. Positively oh. raggedy. So y'all been anybody caught up with Days? I got caught up with Days and honey, um, it was beautiful. Don't get Peyton McClain her damn image. That's all I'm saying. Let me tell you something. Leo Stark is, to me, the highlight of days these days. Yeah. I have to tell you about Leo Stark's outfit when he was um, blackmailing um, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. That white and blue butterfly suit. It's it was- Tom Brown? I don't think that's Tom Brown, but I love that suit. I absolutely I absolutely love the suit and it looked like it was tailored for Greg Rickard. It probably was. When I tell you that that man was wearing that suit, I'm telling you, he was wearing that suit. I was just like, oh my God, the fashions, honey. 
when he sat down in Jennifer's house and crossed his legs, and that suit looked as just as good on him as he crossed his legs as it did when he stood back up again, I said, wait a minute, that is not off the rack. Mm -mm. It could not have been off the rack. He sat down, crossed his legs, and looked fabulous. I mean, from the damn tip to his toes, all the way up to not a single hair was out of place on his head. And he was looking good. And when he stood up and sashayed around, that suit was still hugging him. I was just like, I am done. Leo Stark, Leo Stark, Leo Stark, ladies and gentlemen. Not only is he fabulous, he's handsome, he's charming. He's hilarious. Did y'all see how he was trying to work um, Craig today? Yes, honey. Talking about um, I'll, I'll buy you a beer. He's a sugar daddy back because he, he's struggling. He mm-hmm. can't, I can't be pole. I need somebody to take care of me. I can't be pole. That's hilarious. If he was not ashamed to shoot that shot. He has no hey. Everybody we don't... Shot their, took their shot today because Craig went back over there and, and was asking Nancy back. And well, um, hold on. Hey guys, wait a minute. What did I miss? Did we miss Rachel? Uh, sorry about that. My husband was bugging the shit out of me. So I had just needed to do what I needed to do to come back. But did we talk about Rachel? I mean, uh, yeah, Rachel throwing the bread at Chloe. Where you got that for you? No, okay, we just started okay. talking about days. You got Okay, okay. Um, yes. Um, when uh Leo, what was the who was he? Who was he had done left Jennifer's house after the stalking. Oh, yes, he had done run into Craig. Craig went on ahead and told him that. He has never had so much fun with anybody as he had with Leo. But he needed somebody in between. Mm-hmm. I don't know where, where, whether or not Craig is ever going to find it, but I, was, I felt hurt in my heart today knowing that Nancy was going to be gone and Craig was going to be gone. That is a big loss to Salem for me. It is that they just and that. Here's the thing: I just didn't like it because I cut my bed, my teeth on '90s bold, and I felt like if they was gonna, you know, break up the dynamic duo of Nancy and Craig because they were always ski. They were a couple. They were an example of a couple that schemes together stays together. Yeah, you know, they used to be scheming to get the 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 the, the, the chief of hospital job for Craig and all the other stuff they used to be up to. At the end of the day, it's like they broke him up for nothing. Right. You heard Mike call tell her today. You were his lady Macbeth. Yeah. Yes. Craig and Nancy, they was the shit. Craig wanted yep. something. Nancy did whatever it took to make sure that that shit happened. They was OG Bunny and Clyde. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like you said, for nothing, because Craig didn't end up with Leo. I was hoping Craig ended up with Leo because uh, I wanted, for one, Craig to stay. And but two, because why not? Especially if Nancy was going to go to New York, because clearly Nancy is going to hook up with Michael. Well, I thought what they were going to do, Sam, was because when Nancy asked Craig yesterday, when she was like, uh, how about we just uh, 
why don't we get back together? And I was like, now, wait a minute. What they're going to do? Kind of like have an open marriage thing going? Because she was like, you know, at the end of the day, we best friends. And I thought that's where they were going to go with it, where they could have gotten back their marriage, but, re, you know, kept it, stayed open to see other people because obviously he's gay, right? Oh, I miss but, him. I must yeah. have completely missed that Craig asked Nancy back with him. I no, Nancy I asked Craig. Nancy asked Craig. She was like, why, you know, because that's when he came back to let her know that she can still count on him after he heard about what happened between her and Clyde, that Clyde yeah. went to jail. And he was, you know, he felt terrible, but I didn't want to see him walk away like that i was like i know they just not about to let these two just end it like this because she was like you and i can get back together why not we know what each other like we know how to take care of each other we best friends you can still have your life and i can have my life you know she she was looking for comfort so she was she was looking for comfort she she like uh, she just want companionship She's like, it's not even sexual at this point. We know each other. We like each other. We Why not live together? We can still pay the bills together. We just ain't sleeping together. But, you know, I didn't like that. I thought it was cute that Nancy had It, it made her look kind of desperate. Yeah, but I thought it was cute that she had her hair in that little um, dying set thing. Because Nancy is a character. And that's one thing I like about soap operas is that character sometimes. And to me, Nancy is a character I think I'm going to always love. And I miss this character already. I have to tell you, I felt emotional today knowing that Nancy was leaving. I'm like, well, what about Bonnie? She she losing her bestie too? I'm getting all emotional about Bonnie. Yeah, she's not going to go. She's not going to go. Bonnie, she's going to stay and help Chloe. No, she said she was leaving. Well, she did say she was leaving, but at the very last scene, like about the last five minutes of the show, she went, she made it to Chloe's house and she seen Chloe sitting there looking crazy. And Chloe told her what Kristen had done. And she said, well, like I was on my way to New York, but if I need to stay here to protect you against Kristen, I will do that. And that's when Chloe was like, no, mom, I want to see you do better, blah, blah, blah. But she might stay. She's not staying because... Chloe had made some kind of a comment and um and um Nancy made the comment that she might be busy because I think she was looking at that card that had Michael's phone number on it or something. So Nancy already having plans on seeing Michael in New York. Nancy's going to New York. She already essentially confirmed that she might have plans. That's because she had just ran into Michael. So we losing Craig, we losing Nancy. And we losing them all both to New York. And and I'm um, sorry, uh, Jennifer. We losing mm-hmm. Jennifer to New York too, because Mike taking her to New York. So those we won't see for we know we won't see Nancy and Craig for a while. So we won't see Katie for a while either. Maybe, maybe not. I have a feeling, especially with what Sanchez said about them upping the the runtime. I have a feeling that we're gonna get people back faster than we used to. If they really gonna be moving at that kind of a clip on streaming, maybe because you know they showed that promo with um um Eli Eli and the twins, so I would be very interested in seeing Eli and the twins. I'm I have to be honest, 
I caught up with Days this morning. I didn't realize that I watched today's Days this morning before eight o'clock. Yeah, because they dropped them episodes at six. Yeah, I, I don't say they, no they be on no there like by the time I'm up and start moving around, if I go to the app at seven o'clock, it's there, Sam. So they, they have to be there as early as six a.m. Yeah, all right, guys. I'm gonna come out and come back. Guys, I'm coming out and come back in. Tanner just posted on Instagram. I'll be back. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Huh. Yeah. Look, but, we got four minutes left. We all to I feel like I'm so sorry, Bubbles. I missed like 30, 45 minutes. I'm like, geez, Louise. Damn. Well, you can, you can listen, re-listen to the show tomorrow on podcast form on Spotify. I'm probably going to just listen to it to, uh, tonight because I can go on YouTube and hear it tonight, right, Bubbles? Yeah. 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 I can go because my husband listens to us sometimes. He, he enjoys it, Bubbles. You got you a fan over here. Well, oh, well, that's lovely. Welcome to the show, Mr. Sanchez. <laughs> get on my tail. He oh, get on my doggone nerve because he don't start bothering me until I get on here when I'm on. And then when I saw, so he was looking for the podcast. He said, what is called? I say, just put troubles with bubbles. He troubles with bubbles. Oh, I got to hear this shit now. I'm not like, going to. I'm like, it ain't even that serious. We talking about soaps. He's troubles with bubbles. Well, it must be trouble. What, babe? Hmm. Oh, Jennifer Garris posted earlier today, reading scripts in my office and can't wait for you to see the juicy storyline Bold and the Beautiful has in store for you. Please tell me what you want to happen next. So, looks like they got something for that. I wonder if Donna gonna blow up her spot with Eric. Hmm. I want to get some sense and move on. That's what I want. I mean, so, oh, 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 did you see Mackenzie Mousy's um, wedding picture? Lafitte. Oh, she got married? Yeah, she got yes. married. Um, I guess last week or two weeks ago. I meant to ask y'all about it, completely forgot about it, but it just popped up again. And she had a beautiful wedding, a beautiful honeymoon. Um, I can't think of her husband's name, but they, yeah, they had a beautiful, her dress was beautiful, looked like it was a forest. Is that it was a forest original? I said it looked like a forest original. <laughs> Listen, hopefully better than that forest original they gave Summer, um, uh, uh, Summer Abbott, goodness. <laughs> so Thomas is going to get into an argument with, um, uh, uh, Donna, Donna and also uh, Eric about Thomas. Is that happening tomorrow, y'all? Look like she gonna get in an argument with Thomas, and then she also gonna get in an argument with Eric about Taylor, Ridge, and Brooke. Yep, she probably gonna get in Thomas' face about why is Hope spending so much time over here? What do you want to manipulate her? Not That's still, when the uh, accusation is going to come out that Thomas maybe that you know what Bubbles you're right because the way because Th Hope is spending the night she's probably going to accuse Thomas of uh, reverting going back to his old ways mm -hmm. I'm know, still, because Hope can't think for herself apparently because Hope, and Hope is the only one think thinking for herself, for herself right Hope now can't make any decisions Everybody got to blame Thomas and Rab Thomas because if Hope does anything 
outside of their expectation, it's somebody else's fault. That's all I got. Uh huh. Or oh, she needs to Always. be uh, institutionalized because she's crazy and she can't think for herself. I'm telling you, though, because a conservatorship is coming for hope. If she, if they end up do having to go to court for whatever reason, I know hope ain't gonna support it. But um, if they keep pushing, the next thing you're gonna see is them uh, putting her in a conservatorship because Brooke and Leo, yeah. She can't be well, and we are concerned about Beth. We're concerned about you taking Beth over there and being around that environment with Thomas. Oh, honey, they fixing the they fixing to turn it on hope like she Britney Spears in the early two thousands. I mean, do they even have sanitariums anymore? Because if they I do, could, I can't I do think, with that. Yeah, I they, think they got one in California with her they, name on it. I, I can, but you know what, Bubbles? I can go with that uh, storyline because I, I can see uh, Brooke and Liam coming together trying to do some shit like that for uh, to hope and take back. And then that's, you know, if we had some good writers, y'all, they can at least attempt to do it. And then we can see Stephanie, then we can see Stephanie in action. Our girl, oh, Stephanie but, Forrester. But, but if it happens, if they send Hope to a sanitarium, it has to be after she sleeps with Thomas so she can find out she's pregnant while she locked up. Yeah. 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 I think we are, I'm, I'm writing we writing fanfic at the end of the show. Yes, indeed. Miss say not a conservative. It, it beats that way sometimes. So I love it. love it tomorrow because I'm I'm excited to see how this whole thing with Brim and Thope washes out tomorrow. I don't even care about what's going on in Aspen. The the heat for me right now yeah, me is Angeles and I need to see what's fixing with these people fixing with willful hope who just won't listen to nobody. She just won't listen, y'all. I mean, and I never thought I'd see the day that I'm more interested in what the hell Lope is doing in Brooke than I am in what the hell Brooke, uh, what the hell Taylor Tunes and is, is doing. Changing bridge. Yes. Well, we team Hope, guys. Team Hope. Bubbles, go ahead on and get your same <laughs> page started, girl. I'm telling you, I'm going to be there. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we will talk again tomorrow. Thank you, everybody who came out. If you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure you do that. And make sure you follow the podcast for replays as well. Good night, y'all. Good night, everybody. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for coming out. Good night. Good night.